Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. Yeah, give us a call on 8223 0000 and we've got him on the telephone right now. Now, Phil, before I forget, before we go any further, did you get the birthday present I sent? Because you've got a 50th birthday tomorrow. Did you get the card? <laughs> no, you haven't yet. No, yeah. I haven't. It hasn't arrived yet. Tony. Oh, well, I, I've, I've, I put a couple of tickets in it for the Crows game tonight down at the Adelaide Oval against Hawthorne. So it hasn't arrived. Tony, I did get invited. Uh, I did get invited, but um, I do Pilates. I've just started Pilates, uh, Tony. They don't laugh. Please don't laugh. But I've just started. <laughs> Hang on. I'm, I'm going to ring a, ring a mate who's got a camera. I want him to get a photo of that. Oh, God. Tony, <laughs> if you ever think you're awkward when you start Pilates and you watch the women... And they do it so easy, and you go, "How am I ever going to do that?" <laughs> I did. Uh, I did yoga one time with uh, with Ginny Amadio, Cadge's Cadge's far better half, and <laughs> she, she was putting her legs in places that you know. I thought, uh, and, and I tried to do it, and oh, and I, I walked out of the class. I said, "Jenny, I'm, I'm li- liable to pass wind here. I, I just couldn't possibly put my feet in that nose position." So you're doing Pilates. Oh, I'm doing Pilates. I want to come down trying. and have a look. <laughs> At my gym, at my EFM gym down in Patrick Street. But Tony, can I tell you, there was three of us on a cruise one one year, three guys, and we thought we'll go into the step class. And we lasted about two minutes, and the girls stopped the music because had all the wind, all the glass there. And she see, well, see us, and she said, "I think you better go back in and play with the weights." <laughs> oh, look, mate, I, I'm not going to make jokes about you. You're doing okay. Pilates, uh, uh, but I'm prepared to take bets that this time next year it won't be happening. Happy birthday for tomorrow, mate, before we go any thanks, further. Thanks, Tony. Thank now, you we're, we're about to talk to a mate of yours, uh, uh, Thomas uh, Scrooby, who's the uh, the new vice president for the Pacific uh, region for uh, Qatar Airlines, and uh, we've got and, him on the line. And, yeah, uh, Thomas, welcome to uh, 5AA and to Thank Alice. Thank you mate. very much. It's very, very, very glad to join you both. Hi, Tony. How's yeah. yeah. Tony, uh, Thomas rang uh, oh, about a month ago and said, I've got some exciting news for you, Phil. We're coming back into Adelaide with Qatar. And I went, wow, what? that's great news, except that we can't go the other way. But, but it was great that, the, that Thomas has been able to listen, talk to us today. But tell us a bit more about Qatar and what they're doing and why they've come back in so early. But it's just great news for South Australians because it is one of the great airlines of the world, uh, Tony. So, Thomas, welcome. And uh, tell us all about coming back into Adelaide. Thank you very much. You know, it's great to be back. Great to be back in South Australia. Um, just, just thank you for having me on. And um, you know, Qatar Airways is one of the few airlines that has operated through this pandemic uh, and has continued to expand its network into into Australia. Um, and I'm just really, really happy to be able to say that we're back into Adelaide now. From from last uh, just two weeks ago, uh, mid August, um, we've got 23 flights in, into Australia. We're supporting now. Uh, South Australia with uh, two services a week at the moment, um, Thursday and Sunday. We've got the brand new A350 um, flying in um, to support. Um, and as as Phil mentioned, it, it, it's not it's not straightforward to get passengers on board at the moment. They have to be pre-approved by the government. But the the cargo belly of that aircraft is absolutely full, uh, and we are continuing to support um, you know South Australia as much as possible with. With the, with the international um, export market um, and also supporting both inbound passengers, Australians trying to get home, and also um, the outbound pas- passengers who have got permission to travel. Tom, what are, what are some of the safety measures that you've, you've had to introduce because of the, the COVID thing now spread right around the world? 
Well, number one responsibility for an airline has always been the safety of passengers, crew, and, and obviously the staff uh, on board and on the ground. So we move really quickly in the early stages to protect all, all customers and staff. The standards of cleanliness are in line with WHO and IATA recommendations who, who both govern and define those global standards. So on board, the cabin crew are wearing safety goggles, gloves, masks, PPE suits, uh, and, and they're trained to, to minimise that contact with the passengers. Um, so all passengers are required to wear masks, face masks now, and there's very strict biosecurity screening. Aircraft are being inspected thoroughly. Advanced air filters, the HEPA filters are on board. Um, so we've kept those standards extremely high. Uh, and obviously the airport connecting service, you know, many of the passengers are flowing from, from Europe uh, to Australia and Australia to Europe um, will be using the international airport uh, in Doha. And, and obviously there's, there's a very, very high standard of cleaning there. Auto, automatic robotic cleaning services, advanced thermal screening, helmets being used. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've evolved this uh, as, as this pandemic has continued and we've, we continue to, to try to keep those standards up to an extremely high level. Yeah. What's the, um, Thomas, what's, what's the process with the, uh, the inbound repatriation flights? Uh, how does that work? Currently, um, all travel... Uh, well, I'll talk about outbound first of all. It, 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 outbound is governed by uh, approval from the Australian government. So um, we re have regular contact with the Australian government to ensure that um, those passengers have permission to travel. On the inbound, uh, exactly the same. The Australian government um, defines um, inbound at the moment. So, And all travel is humanitarian, compassionate or absolute essential business travel. Um, so we, we're continuing to uh, repatriate as many Australians as, as we possibly can. Um, the airlines are allowed to carry a maximum capacity each day um, so, that, so that each state has, has a set number of, um, of inbound passengers that the, the Australian government can, can have or each state can, and can control. So, for example, uh, Melbourne remains closed at the moment for inbound passengers. Um, so so we've, made, we've basically ensured that we're, we're, we're adhering to those standards and, and so the, the number of passengers that are on board, certainly on the inbound, has been um, dramatically reduced um, to meet those guidelines, and those those guidelines have been in place uh, since July now. You've got a question, uh, Tom. You Tom, it's about it's about sixty, isn't it? Into Adelaide, we're lucky with Adelaide with sixty per flight. It is sixty per flight. That's exactly right. Yeah, so so that's slightly better than, than most of the other. States. In fact, that's the highest of, of any state uh, at the moment for for Qatar Airways. And obviously, each airline uh, is has slightly different um, caps. Yeah. And, and that cap can vary a little bit up and down, but predominantly it's, it, it's 60. Um, and any of the pre-approved government cases um, for emergency cases, we, we can obviously get permission and we can prioritise those passengers who, who need to, if the government permits us to exceed that cap, but 60 it is Adelaide, yes. Thomas, the, the, uh, the flexibility of uh, your fares for passengers who are currently holding, say, uh, a credit with your airlines, with uh, Qatar Airlines, what's the flexibility regarding that? Yeah, so this is one thing that we, we've really obsessed over to ensure that, you know, people like Phil and, and, and other travel agents in the community in South Australia can support their customers. Um, so we, we offer the ability to hold on to your ticket, which is valid for two years, make unlimited changes to that ticket. You can change the date or the destination up to 5,000 miles. So if you were planning to fly to London, then need to fly to Paris or Madrid, you, you can make those changes um, without any fee. Um, you can exchange it for a travel voucher, which will allow you to get an extra 10% value. You could swap it for Q miles, uh, which are flexible and valid for three years, or you could refund your ticket if your flight's cancelled. So ultimately, we're being un offering the passenger the full flexibility to be able to make the change um, should they require it, um, so that it gives the, the customer the, the peace of mind. Um, and obviously, at the moment, travel 
outbound it, it is limited to those sort of three reasons I mentioned, compassionate humanitarian or, or absolutely essential business travel. So those huge reduction in travel, but, but in the future, those flexibility um, options allow the customer to have peace of mind um, when, they, when they choose to travel. Thomas, thanks for Tony, your time. Go on, Tony. Tony, I've uh, flown a lot with Qatar, yeah. and they fly the A350 into Adelaide, and it's one of the nicest or quietest aircraft I've yeah. ever flown on. They have the Q suites in there as well. But what I love is going through Doha, which is probably one of the, the best uh, airports in the world to transit through. But, you know, you leave here, uh, Tony, about 10.30 at evening. You're in Doha by about 4.30 a.m. their time. And then a couple of hours in Doha Airport, and you and then you transit through, and you're then into Europe in about six and a half, seven hours. Uh. The, the the connectivity is absolutely fantastic. But I was talking to Tom yesterday when we were talking about some of the things we we're going to discuss, and I said one of the other things is uh, uh, Tony. I've gone to America now probably three or four times with Qatar through Doha, and people go, "Oh, you've got to be mad." I go, "No, let me tell you how convenient it is, and I can go into direct from Doha, Tony." into some of the major cities of, uh, of America, oh, right. and I know my bags are going to arrive safely on the yeah, same plane, that helps. and I don't have to go through L.A. Airport. <laughs> oh, yeah, anything to avoid uh, uh, L.A. Airport, or what's the other one? Heathrow. People, you, you've said before, try yeah. and avoid Heathrow. Uh, Thomas, thanks for the time this afternoon. Congratulations on the initiative. We're, yeah, we just love the fact that you're flying into Adelaide and it'll get better and better as the COVID restrictions eventually get um, get to lifted. Thomas Scrooby, the Vice President of Qatar Air Airways. you got a question for Phil. Here's the opportunity of getting absolute expert advice right from the man himself. Uh, this is an email from Evan. He said, uh, uh, Phil, I heard you talking about Hawaii last week as a possible destination spot for a holiday. Is there enough to do in Hawaii for a week, a week and a half or so? Oh, absolutely, Tony. I just love it because, you know, if you're into, uh, you know, uh, swimming and snorkeling and scuba diving, it's got it all there. You're into surfing, it's got the surf beaches. You can drive around the island. There's a lot of attractions around the island. Tony, I just love going there because I actually, the moment I leave the plane, I feel relaxed straight away because everyone is so casually dressed and looks so healthy, yeah. and I just love it. So for me, uh, I've probably been there 10, 12 times. I'd go again tomorrow if I could get up and, and fly uh, because it's just a, a great destination. And Tony, you can get out and do the, air, the other islands as well because they each offer something very different, you know, very scenic, volcanic in some islands. Uh, but, Tony, one of the ways I love doing uh, the rest of Hawaii or the Hawaiian Islands is fly into Honolulu, have a couple of days, and then get up on Pride of America, which is a lovely cruise ship that does all the islands. All but right. what the, the ship does, Tony, it overnights in about three of the, of the islands' destinations, and so you can have longer stays there and do activities in the day, go out to dinner at night, and then come back to the ship. Uh, just before it sails, because it doesn't often sail on the next morning. So you can actually explore the islands as well. And you're not losing time, Tony, with uh, transferring on, you know, to airports, which wastes a lot of time each day. So you can be enjoying yourself. If you're into golf, it's got some of the best golf courses in the world through those islands. So plenty to do, Tony, easily to fill a week. Melanie uh, sends us an email, Phil. She said, watching the television last night, she said, I had a big grin on my face, and I, I dare say Phil has too, because there it is uh, on the way to, uh, to Darwin, the GAN, back on the rail. Uh, when I saw it Sunday night, Tony, I, 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 you know, I thought, wow, I would have loved to have been on that, going up there, you know, for the first time. Uh, and it's been huge, uh, Tony, for us. 
Uh, you know, the whole, we've done some seminars on it. We had the train inspection down there at Keswick a couple of weekends ago on a Wednesday. And uh, we've just seen huge people. Uh, <laughs> and Tony, I walked into a, to make a bet on Saturday. Someone gave me a, a hot tip, and I'm not a, a backer of horses or anything. And these two <laughs> ladies are there standing there, and they go, we're just talking about you. And I said, what do you mean you were talking about me? And they said, well, we're going on the gang. We're going up and back on the gang. We just thought it would be a great trip. So it's very popular at the moment. And to see it back on, oh, running, Tony, great. It looks, sens- great. It looks sensational. Melanie, thanks for the email. Uh, Phil uh, from uh, Mercedes, an email. Uh, can um, can uh, Will the people at, uh, at PHT, Phil Hoffman Travel, make recommendations regarding travel insurance and the best companies to take out the insurance with? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. And... Um, we're going through a sort of revision process at the moment because you know, a lot of people got caught out with the pandemic, you know, yeah. because it wasn't covered. But we're certainly sort of talking to the insurance companies to make sure that all these things in the future are going to be covered one way or the other. So, yeah, certainly our, our team is trained in all those things as the covers. One of the areas that, they, uh, that the public often fall down, and we try to advise on it, Tony, is they often don't think that you should cover domestic travel, you know, with insurance. Let me tell you... A lot of people get caught out. I was listening to you talking to the policeman having a heart attack yeah, and yeah. things like that. And sometimes people have had to go into hospital, have to change all their flights and then bring back the whole family back. And suddenly they go from having a very cheap ticket to a very expensive ticket. So insurance will cover all these sorts of things. But people think, oh, no, I don't need it. I'm only going to Queensland. I'm yeah, only going yeah. to WA. Tony, whatever you travel, you should have a, a insurance cover for that. The same with cruising, the same with international. It's got to be on your budget at day one. All right, we're talking travel with Phil. Phil Hoffman, he's the man to talk travel with. You've got a question, and there's, oh, gee, there's some plenty of questions out there regarding travel. What's open, what's not open, what are the restrictions, when can you go overseas? Here's the opportunity of getting the expert advice by giving us a call. We've got a couple of lines available right now to talk to Phil Hoffman on 8223 0000. Love to hear from you. It's just after a quarter to two now. South Australia, it's time to explore our great land once again. Whether it's snorkelling the iconic Great Barrier Reef, a road trip through the Red Centre, or feeling the sand between your toes at Wineglass Bay, every Australian should see their own backyard. So, where will your next great Aussie adventure take you? Start planning your next homegrown holiday today with Phil Hoffman Travel. Proudly South Australian and here for you. Visit pht.com.au. Ever dreamt of seeing Antarctica, the world's last great wilderness? Now you can from Adelaide. Join Phil Hoffman Travel and become one of the privileged few to glide effortlessly over Antarctica for an unforgettable one-day flight with unparalleled views of the icy landscape aboard the ultra-modern 787 Dreamliner. Departing from Adelaide February 14th from $3,199 per person and selling fast. Phil Hoffman Travel, proudly South Australian and here for you. Visit pht.com.au. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Repairs, an RAA-approved caravan crash repairer. This is Tony Pilkington. And we're talking to tomorrow's birthday boy, Phil Hoffman. It's uh, just on 13 minutes to two. Phil, there's still confusion out there. There's more than a bit of confusion about what borders are open, where we can fly, and and if we need to quarantine. Let's take uh, Queensland. Somebody wants to go to Queensland. Tony, if you can go to Queensland now, or you can go to Queensland now and come back, no self-isolation. And just over the last weekend, you're now allowed to come back by New South Wales if you're transiting through the airport oh, or Canberra yeah. and no self-isolation. That's not saying you can go to Sydney 
and get off and then, you know, come back, you, then you'd have self-isolation. But I, listening to the Premier talk, I think within a couple of weeks, Sydney will be open for us to be able to go over there. Certainly Canberra will because, you know, the poly, the polys need to get into Canberra and, and talk about getting federal money and all that sort of thing. So, so uh, I think we'll see that opening. I'm disappointed in Tasmania, Tony, because we can actually fly direct Adelaide to, to Hobart. And the fact that they have no cases, we have no cases, I cannot believe why the border is closed to South Australians. I understand why it's closed to Victorians. So you can go to Northern Territory, no self-isolation. Queensland, no self-isolation. You now can, can come back through New South Wales transiting through. Uh, you can't go to Hobart at the moment or can't go to Tassie. And WA, well, he's in another world and uh, I'm ready to sort of shoot him if I could because <laughs> I just get disappointed because how can they stage a grand final over in Perth if they won't let anyone go uh, beforehand? So, I mean, it's just crazy stuff, uh, Tony. But anyway, I don't think they're going to get it. I, I think it may go to Queensland and we may get some good finals here, but... Uh, I'm not sure we're going to get the grand final. I think we'll go to Queensland. Uh, Bill says um, the daughter will help him out uh, and he loves the idea of a, a virtual consultant now available at, at PHT. He said, can Phil again explain to me how it works and uh, and what's necessary to get online? Yep, well, if they go they um, go onto our site on phc.com.au, a pop-up up here will, where you can book a video with an expert travel consultant and then that consultant will talk them through their particular holiday or destination or travel they want to do and then look after them the whole way. And they can say virtual all to the end, Tony, or they may, you know, in a month's time say, well, I'm going to pop into my, uh, you know, see my virtual consultant and see the real person yeah. and, uh, and do the finalisation there. But they don't have to. They could do, go all the way never having seen their consultant. I mean, we run a big corporate division, uh, Tony, where we look after about 130 corporate companies for Adelaide. Uh, a lot of our consultants never, ever meet the people that travel. They just do it all over on emails or phones or whatever. Uh, but again, it's that trust that you build up with your consultant. So with leisure, we can do it, Tony. We're setting up, we've set up, and so people are doing it, and, and et cetera. And we're going to do a lot of seminars that way as well, Tony, under the under the current climate, we'll, we'll say to them, look, you can tap in and do a virtual seminar with us, just like having a Zoom meeting, but it will be a virtual seminar if you don't want to come into the office. But we are seeing now a lot more traffic coming in, Tony, coming and listening to us talking about the different destinations that you can go to at the moment. And also, Tony, getting people excited about the future destinations uh, that uh, are going to be available in the months to come. Yeah, uh, and the important thing too, Phil. Once you've uh, once you've established a relationship with one of the virtual consultants, these people stay with you right throughout the duration of your trip and your return, don't they? Oh, absolutely, Tony, all the time. And look, sometimes we'll get a phone call from someone overseas saying, "I've missed my flight. The other flight oh, coming in was yeah. late, and I'm worried about my car that I was due to collect at a certain time." And then our consultant will go into action, Tony. So it's that backup service. And what we're seeing a lot at the moment, Tony, is people that, you know, didn't use an agent who have been stranded by this pandemic oh, yeah. and suddenly now saying, Phil, how do I get my money back? And I say, well, we can't help you because, you know, you didn't book it through us, whereas if you we'd booked it, we can chase and chase and chase. And that's what we've done over the last, you know, four or five months. Email from Marcia, a little after 10 to 2. We're talking travel with the bloke to talk travel with. Phil Hoppen from Phil Hoppen Travel. Marcia said, uh, Phil, um, what's latest on these? Uh, she said, it sounds wonderful and I'd love to do it. Uh, these uh, flights down to the Antarctic for the day. And uh, what's the timeline? What time do you start and when do you get back? 
Right. You, you roughly check in at about 7 o'clock in the morning, 7 a.m. Yeah. in the morning, Tony, uh, and then by 8 o'clock you, you've got lift off out of Adelaide and it's about a 12 and a half, so you get about back about 8 o'clock that night. And can I tell you, Tony, it goes so quickly because you really are on a high when you're, I mean, you're flying on high too, but you're on a high in terms of you know being excited about seeing Antarctica, flying over the, the big con- continent, and also seeing the ice flows, talking to the people down in the bases. But you've also got experts on. So you don't need a passport, Tony. You just check in at Adelaide Airport as if you're going on a domestic flight because you don't land anywhere and you're on the you know 787. It's the sort of plane that they use from Perth to um, London nonstop. So it's a beautiful plane, big windows to look out and take photographs and that. So, so Tony, it really is good. But we're really sort of now only have some... You know, very uh, sort of uh, spare seats left in terms of being in superior economy is the only ones we have left at the moment at about 3199. But can I tell you, it's just a wonderful experience to, to fly down to Antarctica. And Tony, within three hours of leaving Adelaide, you start to see the ice flows. Right. In the meantime, you had a couple of champagnes and a nice yeah, meal. Absolutely. <laughs> Phil, are we being too optimistic to talk about um, what's happening in the world of cruising? No, Tony, I, I, look, we're, we're not. I, I'm confident with the work I know that all the cruise lines are doing that we'll see cruising. And I'd say probably, um, I'm certainly thinking mid-next year, I think we'll see Europe uh, with cruising. We'll see Australian waters probably, uh, you know, September, October next year and certainly coming into Adelaide. But some of the smaller ships, you know, the expedition cruise ships such as Penant and, and others, which are... You know, only 200 passengers, Coral Expedition, some of them only up to uh, 90 or 100 passengers. I think we're going to see them in Australian waters a lot faster than that. But, you know, it's fingers crossed. But I'm certainly thinking, you know, we're going to see them back in the waters and taking. And, and Tony, look, it doesn't matter whether it's a hotel, whether it's a land operator, an airline or a cruise ship, everyone's going to have to satisfy the the travelling public that they are COVID-19 safe and that they can carry people and everything is going to be uh, very safe for them. And so all the protocols are going in place, as we've all done in Adelaide at restaurants and at coffee shops and in travel agencies, you know, we've had to be COVID-19, you know, safe with safety uh, so that, you know, we can guarantee when people come in and whatever, it's going to be the same with aeroplanes. And and we're hearing some great reports of what all the airlines are doing around the world in terms of being COVID-19. You heard the Qatar uh, man talking again, you know, with a lot of assurance that the way they're going to look after the passengers, Tony. Raylene's uh, email, Phil, at uh, six minutes to two, talking travel with Phil Hoppen Travel and Phil Hoppen himself. Uh, Raylene says, uh, are Phil Hoppen taking bookings to London, even though overseas flights are not on in the short term? Uh, Raylene was wondering that there might be some reduced fares to encourage people to actually make a booking to London this far out. Tony, it's a good question, but, you know, the airlines haven't done it at the moment because they really don't have any dates. I think if we get some indications down the line, and probably not for another three months uh, at this stage, when they might see some really some bubbles opening up, and it could be the UK and all that, you know, the cricket has got away and, and the golf has got away and people are playing uh, tennis in New York. So, you know, Tony, it could be earlier than we expect, but once it's yeah, definite. Then I think you'll see oh, be uh, fares being yeah a rush. Wow. I, I think it's going to be more rush than than them waiting to fill the plane. I you know every time I talk to a, a client I, uh, that I you know one of our existing clients, Tony, all they're asking all the time is when Phil can we travel, uh, when can we go, and where can we go. 
Um, and probably America's not the number one destination at the moment, Tony, in the wish list, but <laughs> all the other places there they yeah. are. And I think you'll see Singapore and Asia open up, probably New Zealand first in the Pacific, and then I think you'll see Asia, and then I think you'll see extended. And look, Tony, people are going down from London down to, to Turkey and, and having holidays. They're going to Greece having holidays. And we haven't heard any bad reports on that at the moment. So we're watching really and monitoring it, Tony, so, so that we can see down the line, you know, that people will get back in the air. And Marie's email, Phil, says, uh, what's best, a refund or a credit on a booked overseas flight? Oh, I think a credit, Tony, uh, because you've paid for it. And, you know, and generally, you know, you, you, you're going to travel next year, so use it as a credit. But, you know, if people wanted to turn around and get a refund, but... The majority of people are taking uh, credits, Tony, and, and certainly in the cruise area where a lot of the cruise lines are giving um, really plus credit plus, like they're saying, well, we'll give you 125% credits to you what your trip was booked. So oh, right people over. can upgrade and get you know, special extras sort of thing. Right. But next week, Tony, we, we think we'll have uh, Princess releasing their late summer next year program. That's, I'm talking, you know, from September onwards uh, uh, coming out. And uh, we'll be sort of getting that out to our existing people who have credits and everything else. So, Tony, we're getting you know, a little excited, not overexcited, but a little excited that, you know, there'll be return dates down the line. But we've just got to work at the moment. At the moment, all we can do is sell, you know, the domestic product, which is selling well. South Australia, Tony, you know, up on the Murray and that and uh, the GAN and Kangaroo Island. Kangaroo Island's loving what's happening at the moment. But there are so many places. I was talking to the owner of uh, Mount Lofty House, and he said their occupancy is through the roof, Tony. Really? Yeah. So, so you know, people will be surprised just how hard it is to get into some of the places at the moment. And often they go, I beg your pardon? I said, no, no. But, you know, the locals are now enjoying seeing so much more of South Australia that they've never thought of seeing in the past. So uh, great opportunity, Tony, to see a lot more of South Australia and enjoy it. But as I said, Northern Territory, Queensland, and hopefully, uh, you know, we'll get the other states open as soon as possible. Phil, you talk about Mount Lofty House. That view over the Piccadilly oh, Valley is as good as anywhere. You could be in the middle of the uh, the French countryside as you look over that valley. It's just... Tony, I, I, I rang him because I wanted to... Uh, Ali, it was Ali's birthday yesterday, my birthday tomorrow. So we generally spend, a, you know, a night away, but uh, just can't get away at the moment, uh, you know, with being busy in that. And so we're down the line, but that's where I want to go and spend a special night oh, for us to celebrate our birthdays. It's just a lovely because, spot. Because uh, it is a great place. And, oh. But there's so many places, Tony. Yeah, I know. If you start doing yeah. your, your homework, you go, I want to go here and I want to go there. And, and you, don't you, know, need, you don't need passports and visas and all the rest of it. You just get in the car and drive. Uh, James from Holden Hill has given us a ring with a question for you, Phil. Hello, James. Hello, I'm good, Phil. Just a very quick Hi, James. question. Um, um, yeah, good day, mate. I... I uh, uh, bought tickets earlier this year with uh, Qatar Airways, so direct with the airline. I did get a, uh, a credit voucher. I've got two years to use it, plus an extra 10%. Um, my question is, um, when I purchased the tickets, it was for an adult and a child, um, and I got them at a really good price. My concern is, you know, let's say next year when we are able to travel, what, what are the chances of the, the, the fares going up, you know, um, astronomically as what's kind of been sort of proposed by people outside? No, I don't think they'll go up astronomically. I think, you know, there'll be realistic fares. Uh, let me tell you, uh, James, uh, like you said, you've got great fares. I mean, you know, 12 months ago, we were selling fares that I've never, ever seen as low as last year when, you know, we had a 1,000-plus fare to Europe and all that. 
and uh, often say on radio that uh, when I started nearly 30 years ago now, um, it was two and a half times that fare. So, you know, they are great fares. So, you know, I don't think they'll be astronomical, but, you know, only time will tell, uh, James. But, no, if you put them up and you've got the credit, plus the 10%, I think you'll be very safe. Thanks right very much. Good luck with that, James. Phil, as we wrap it up, uh, from all of us, many happy returns for tomorrow. Have a lovely, lovely birthday. And um, we've had a couple of calls, one from a bloke called Cadge. Uh, he says, uh, can you can you tell us uh, whereabouts you're doing the uh, the Pilates and if uh, if indeed we can come down and have a look? Yeah, well, I, I have. It's Partridge Seat, the EF, EFM gym down at Partridge Seat, Tony, but, but it's not a good look. When you put the, your gear on, you think, that's not a good look, Phil, but, you know, it's dark at night. They turn the lights off, Tony, so, oh, no, you know, I'm covered. No, Cadge and I will bring a torch. I reckon, oh, I reckon I can sell tickets to it. Phil, from all of us, lots of love. Lovely to talk to you. Many happy returns for tomorrow. Thanks, Daddy. Phil Hoppin from Phil Hoppin Travel. He's the man to talk to anything at all to do with travel, overseas, interstate, anywhere at all. Get in touch with Phil Hoppin and the people down there.